Welcome to the Talk Sip. I'm your host, Elisa Bowens Mercado. Each week, I trade in my dance shoes and I spend time with you, the listeners. We talk arts, music, culture, current events, and much, much more. My special guest today and in the co-pilot seat is Mr. Irvin Pinsky. And uh, we're having uh, a call-in show today. So our phone lines are going to go open immediately. 203-872-7356. Yeah, the name of the show uh, today is called uh, What in the World? Yeah, literally, What in the World? We've got a bunch of stuff going on uh, in this country. We've got, you know, um, my gosh, Las Vegas shooting. Um, we, we're we going to be talking about Puerto Rico, uh, the, still the devastation and, um, you know, what those folks on the island are going uh, through. We've had the NFL, you know, the kneeling, the, the protesting, peaceful protesting. And, you know, what is our government doing about it? So, uh, folks, you don't want to miss the show. Uh, again, we're going to be having folks call in. We want give your opinion about what, you know, what in the world, what is going on? 203-872-7356. All right. So, Irving, how are you? Uh- I'm doing all right, and good to see you. Nice to see you, too. You know how they say it's uh, 5 o'clock somewhere, so we're going to sit back, relax, as we serve you up a tasty mix of chalk radio. But today, we really, you know, we have to get right into it. There almost feels like a, there's like a, kind of like a black cloud that is, is, is hovering over this nation, this country. It's just really bad, like, the aura is, it's, it's something is off. And I don't know if it's just me, um, but... It's uh, it's a little nuts. What what are you what are you thinking? It's the Donald Trump incompetence earthquake. Okay, <laughs> I mean, and you know, I've heard knew- it like that. No, and you know, it's the crazy thing is, um, yeah, the, there has been a, a complete imbalance uh, since January. But then I think uh, before, I've never seen so much devastation. I've never seen so much destruction. I've never seen. I've I have I've seen racism. Um, but I have not seen it to degrees like this in my whole 40 something years of being on this earth. I, it is scary. Yeah. It's real hatred and real fear. And, um, it's quite amazing because our leader is, uh, getting called a moron by his secretary of state. And, uh, the secretary of state is asked, did you, did you say he was a moron? Right. And he said, I didn't say he was an effing moron. Which means he said he was a moron. <laughs> it's really and it's like you know, it's crazy. like go figure. I, you know, you try to you try to figure out um, who. <laughs> what we can do? We're yeah, trying to figure can, out what we can what do. What can we do? I mean, if I can yeah. grassroots just kind of like try to you know change this, but grassroots the, won't take effect for a long time. What like six months, a year? What are we talking like? Well, we don't have an election. We don't have twenty anything before twenty twenty. I think. Um, would would work. We don't have an election until 2018. How much damage can he do by then? A lot. He talks silly and stupid and mean. And uh, we had lost. And, you know, the damage to this country is much more than people know because people think, well, Puerto Rico, they think uh, they think kneeling. They think um, uh, the shooting, 50 people, 500 people hurt. They, they forget Houston is Houston is a freaking mess full of water and disease and, and insects. Louisiana right. went underwater, and they're going to get hit again probably by another storm or two. Mm-hmm. Florida Florida got hit hardest of all, and Georgia got hit hard. So how much money and time and effort is it going to take to fix these places up? Now, to right. us sitting here up in the Northeast, we don't feel that. We feel for Puerto Rico because it's on TV all the time, and we know what he did there. By the way, the solution to Puerto Rico, if any of you have any question at all— the thing he should have done, he's president of the United States, right. is he should have driven a couple of aircraft carriers up to the different sides of Puerto Rico, two sides, right. full of helicopters, and taken the helicopters and went into the small islands, mountains, and made sure those people had food, water, and medicine with helicopters. Right. He should have taken his ICE agents out of the schools where he's grabbing children and mothers and fathers right. away from their families. He should have taken those ICE agents put them on the helicopters and let them go feed the American citizens right. in Puerto Rico who are freaking starving and sick and thirsty. That's what he should have done. But did he? No. He went down there 
and he jump he shot paper towels. Humil- no, he, what he did, right. He, right, like somebody was at a, a concert. Like if you were like a, a band on the stage and you were throwing out CDs and, 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 and T-shirts. He was throwing out paper towels. towels. You know, I've, the blatant disrespect that he showed, well, the blatant disrespect he shows on a daily basis, we all get it. But now it's um, coming to the point where you're literally in Puerto Rico. These people are suffering. And you, and he, you bring up, the, you know, they've completely thrown the budget out of whack. And you're throwing paper towels. And you're condescending. And he was patting the governor on his hands. Like, you know, you're a good little boy. Um, How many deaths are there? I had never seen any. No, I've seen something like it. But it was just blatant. And what you know? What are people supposed? What are we supposed to do, folks? Call in because you know every time uh, Irving and I get to together, we mm. we we talk politics. But you know, this is a, a you know open line of discussion of you know what do you think? You know, some people think he's doing a phenomenal job. Very few, very and, very and, few. And some people think he's you know he's do he's just doing well and he's not disrespectful. And they've met him before, and he's not that guy. And I've I've got to tell you because I stay very low. I try to lay very low on on Facebook. I really don't post a lot, but I um, enough is enough. And this week is anyone who co-signs on what he did in Puerto Rico or what he's you know been doing the NFL on peaceful protesting. Um, they ought to be ashamed of themselves. There it is what it is. There is no making excuses for this. He literally has, he's lost his mind. He doesn't care about anyone except himself. Well, and he likes to hurt people too. He goes a little bit further out. He's a, he's a sadist, sadist, sadist. Mm-hmm. Kick them when they're down. That's his style. And he insulted the people in Puerto Rico. Like he almost said, uh, gee, you're not drowning fast enough. He said, right. he said, they're not, you're not working hard enough. Like he's working real hard. Oh, like, he's like golfing. His, he had to send the aircraft carriers down there. He's they golfing. drive over there. They let the helicopters go feed the people and give them food and water. And at least he did his job. Instead, he went down there and threw paper towels at them. I mean, that's like the that's like as dumb as when I can't. I, well, it reminds me of George Bush. It reminds me how stupid George Bush was. And he didn't do very well for us either. He ran us into the Great Bush Recession and the war in Iraq, which is still going on, and the war in Afghanistan, which we're still oh. And, and you know, now, and, and don't, and, and I don't care what anyone says, 9-11 was, it, that was very direct. Yeah, it, it wiped the country out. That was it's very direct. Like, it, it, was it, broke our, it broke our psyche. But there were some heroes in there. Those guys who went in there and died mm-hmm. from cancer 10, 15 years later, who went in there and, and, and really gave their lives and risked their lives to save those people. Those people showed something about New York. New York firemen, New York cops, and yes. New York rescue workers and EMTs. They did it, and I, you got to hug them. Oh, of course. I mean, and kudos to, um, I mean, all folks who are in law enforcement. You know how we we want them to always be safe. I have a lot of family. I have a lot of friends on the department, both fire and uh, police, and they just they do an incredible job. I mean, we had a tragedy. Well, well I mean, it, it, thank gracious um, the young lady survived. Um, but, you know, we had a shooting of two, a, a, a young woman and uh, two New Haven police officers. And, you know, so we always want our uh, men and women um, in uniform to be safe, safe, safe. Yeah, I mean, you know, but the World Trade Center brought out an example. And that wasn't every police officer in New York. I'm sure there are plenty of them who turned their car around and went home. But those those ones who went, those hundreds who died, you know, yeah. all I can say is yeah. I, I respect that kind of goodness when I see it. Yeah. And, you know, like each administration has its own thing. But if you look at some major things that have happened in this country, look, look and see who it's, it's connected to, you know, bushes, oil, money, money, yeah. money, money, greed, Um, you know, but. And power. I and want power. power. Yeah. And, but, you know, back to Puerto Rico, you know, because we did a show last week that was amazing. I was involved with um, a benefit um, over the weekend, and we pe- the city raised over sixty thousand uh, dollars to get because people know we right minded and I mean people that are kind of realistic. We know the desperation. We know what's going on in Puerto Rico, and we know people were bringing water. I mean, just t- 
toiletries, pampers, um, just you name it, people were bringing it. And so that's the... It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. So I'm just so perplexed how a person who is supposed to run this country, I can't even call him a president because that's not what presidents look like. And that's not how presidents act like. How he he couldn't go over there and for just one moment feel the pain and, and, and see what was really going on. It was just, it's behooves me. Well, he's busy insulting the mayor who's walking through the water with the snakes and everything and uh, the bugs to try to get to houses where people are abandoned. He insulted yeah. her. He insulted the, the budget uh, because they need help because... We have all these trade deals with them where they can't make a living. You know, they're not allowed to work on the boats. Right. It's a crooked It's a crooked deal. He waived it for a little while now. We'll see what happens. And uh, now he has to, uh, but he's running, you know, pe- uh, my friends often forget. They think he's running against the Democrats next time. He is, but before that, what he has his eyes on, he has his eyes on winning against the Republicans because he's got a primary. So he's got to keep that 30, 35% base real strong so that his right. Republican challengers don't go out, out flank him to the right. Well, so he, he's shrewd that way. Politically, he's got some pretty good instincts. Well, the, the great instincts that we're going to have as a community, as, an, as a people who want change immediately, we are going to, when, whenever there is a, an election, we are going to dedicate ourselves. We said this on the show lots of times, but we really have to dedicate ourselves to getting folks out and, and voting because those folks that did not vote in this election, do you see where it got you? And do you see where it's getting the country? They really didn't. They couldn't get through their head the difference between him and Hillary. They just were so phobic of Hillary, so indoctrinated. Emails. That and they, that the, yeah, emails and Benghazi and all these things that didn't even make sense. sense right. But I heard, I heard people repeating them constantly. And I said, man, this guy is going to get you. And, and he still has a chance of winning again because he's a unique kind of showman. And that kind of show person is gonna is gonna appeal to people. People are pretty people are pretty revved up about power and authority and uh, and style and whatever he has. He never should have got in there the first time, but he but he, he did. did. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, he was like you know on the Celebrity Apprentice. You oh, have those star. folks that love that whole oh you know just tell you anything. But well, she know, dominated women and a lot of women, a lot of people like that. Yeah, he well, really. I mean, where do you find a guy like that bragging about sexually assaulting women uh, becoming president? They and then a lot, of, and a, and a lot of women vote, voted for a him. A lot of women, yeah. Voted for him. Well, like I said, it's just, you know, look at where it has gotten us. Our country is divided like um, never before. And like I said, there's a little cloud that hangs over, which is unfortunate. Don't forget, folks, phone lines are open uh, 203-872-7353. Five six, um, or actually, we have a new call in number. So, two zero three six eight four eight nine zero seven. So, uh, give us a buzz. We're actually going to take a short break, and we come when we come back. I mean, we have lots more to talk about. We'll, we'll still talk about um, Puerto Rico. There are a lot of efforts that are going on, so we're going to mention um, a few of those. And we have uh, that horrible shooting in Las Vegas. We're going to keep you updated about um, what they're saying about the the gunman and. Uh, the girlfriend and you know just updates on we're going to be getting news on that for 20 years and we're going to be disputing it for 50 years after that right so we'll talk about gun laws uh, gun law control when we uh, come back and then we'll go back to uh, something that happened uh, last week uh, in the NFL I told you every time we miss a week Irving there is something every day it's daily All right, folks um, don't go far we'll be right back
and welcome back to the Talk Sip. I'm your host, Elisa Bowens Mercado. Don't forget, every Thursday, I spend time with you, the listeners, and we talk current events, we talk politics, um, music, arts, uh, just all kinds of stuff here. But today, we're, we're, we are talking uh, what's, what in the world. That's the name of the segment, what in the world, because what in the world is going on. Um, and before our break, we were talking about the uh, crisis in Puerto Rico because it is absolutely uh, still a crisis. There are people um, losing their lives. There's hospitals who don't have generators, um, oil, you know, and so in 14 days, in almost two weeks, uh, you know, wow. Just, you know, not a good response from our government. The U.S. of A, this is Puerto Rico is a part of the United States. Those are our people. Those are fellow Americans in Puerto Rico. I mean, you know, you know what what happened? What happened? So we know what happened, but how are we going to fix it? So if you have any suggestions of how to fix it or where to start, uh, like I said, uh, phone lines are open 203-872-7356. Want to send out a shout uh, to our Facebook Live folks. Uh, hello, Ricky. Alan Drawn, he's awesome, great singer. He has a show. Um, and Ricky, if you're listening, you want to call in and give us some information about that. We all, we all probably can use a little music and entertainment uh, these days and dancing. I always say that's why I'm blessed and I'm grateful to do what I do six to seven days a week. Uh, it's because um, I'm dancing. And it is good for the soul. Um, all right. So we're going to shift gears. Uh, this past uh, Sunday, um, Las Vegas was riddled with bullets um, and just, whew, I hadn't, I, you know, you wake up and you, you when you turn on the news, you don't want to see that breaking news. Anything that's breaking it's probably not a good thing. And, um, but you know, the, the death toll, you know, had quickly climbed cause you know, Vegas is three hours, uh, three hour difference. So we were kind of getting things, um, in exactly that, that morning, like 8am. But, um, you know, you see, th- you see something like that. It was calculated. It was premeditated. And it's like, if you try to even wrap your head around a person that would just, I mean, in the weaponry that he had. <laughs> a homicidal maniac with a machine gun and 500 people sitting there like ducks. Right. And that yep. they were innocent. They were blind. They were bl- everyone that. Was, they were relaxing. Having yes, a good time. Listening to music. They were completely, completely blindsided. They also released information that he had ammonium nitrate in his car. Which explosives. Meant that, which meant he was looking to make explosives probably and blow something up like Timothy McVeigh did, and he killed, what, 300? So we're very f- afraid because they can get us coming and going. But obviously something went wrong with his brain because for 64 years he didn't show any of this um, this homicidal rage. I don't even think he was arrested for a fist fight. So right. something went wrong with his brain. I don't know if it was age. I don't know if it was uh, pharmaceuticals he was taking or or chemicals he might have done, I don't know. But I know that they should study the heck out of his brain, unless, of course, he shot himself in the head, in which case we won't be able to look at it. But as you know, there are football players who kill themselves. They shoot themselves in the chest with notes saying, please study my brain because I want to know what went wrong so that future children won't won't get damaged like this. So like uh, Junior Sayo and Dave uh, Dewerson, they shot themselves in the chest because they want to leave their brain for science. Wow, and Aaron Hernandez left his brain for science too. Yeah. Well, I, 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 pers- I think personally, Aaron Hernandez was just—he was a mean, evil person. Well, and he probably had a—he probably had brain brain damage. Um, but I think that either way, whether he had brain damage or be, I just think it was that was in him. Doctors- and so that's the that's the unfortunate part of him he was just like he was he was he was a coward he lived that life and you know what he was he just took some took two people three out and he just killed people and um so yeah i mean i do want to i do want to speak uh uh honestly of the dead i want to say this he uh he was um according to the doctors who looked at his brain he had the worst case of 
CTE of any of anybody they had seen at that age. So he had serious brain damage going through his brain. And on top of that, Gino Ariema, who knows more about mm-hmm. sports than anybody, and young people, he's a coach, he used to coach him when he, he was on Gino's son's team. And yeah. he used to come over his house probably when he was 8, 9, 10, 11 years right. old. And Gino said he was a really, really nice person, and it hurt extra hard because he knew this fella as a really nice person. Oh, well, he probably was, and then guess what? He got into the he he started hanging around the wrong folks, and he got into a wrong crowd. That's I um, have strong opinions about Aaron Hernandez. You and I Hernandez. have a big disagreement. Yes, here. we do. I think he's a punk. I think he was a punk who punked out, and with or without brain damage or being hit and having concussions. Um, but would he, he have become a punk if he didn't get hit in the head hundreds of times? Absolutely. Ah, yeah. Uh, you're a better he neuroscientist than I am. No, nope, he was just an idiot. No, I no, I'm sorry. The Aaron Hernandez brain, you know, concussion stuff doesn't work with me. He was just he was he was a punk and he he killed people. And so but I'm going to leave it there. So, now, but going back to the mass shooter in Las Vegas. He, listen, I don't want to hear the mental illness. Stop with uh, people are reporting mental illness. And, and of course, it's mental illness. Of course, because what he, caused it, I can't speak about, but I know it's mental illness. Well, no, it, that it's, is not mental soundness. Yeah, but I, but I think mental, you know, mental illness. I think there's signs or there's there's things within your life that you just. I don't want to get. I don't want people to now all of a sudden because someone shoots that many and kills that many people. Now it's all you know. You're blaming it on mental illness. I don't think. I just think this is just purely my opinion and everyone knows that on the talk tip we just have our opinions um he just he was mad about something that's not mental illness he was obviously pissed about something and he took it out instead of just taking it out on himself he took it on out on a bunch of folks are you saying that he couldn't have been mentally ill I he pro- might have been poss- possibly might have been well, well at the end he probably went over keep completely like went ballistic and just went nuts and went crazy you see people but, with Alzheimer's and dementia you see them in your life yeah but they, they but weren't born a, mentally it, ill they became mentally ill well th- it's a progression and it could happen it's pretty prog- quick no but it's not going to happen from one week to uh another and like I said they're still diving into yeah, let's you know, wait and life. see. We're gonna wait and see, but I don't want people to just start all automatically because there are there there's mental illness in this country, and we need to take a good look at it. I agree. But there's like I said, there's mental illness where people are diagnosed, um, and we don't want people to be ashamed of having a mental illness. He was seeing a psychiatrist. All right. Apparently, what, what happened was some doctor who I'm guessing was a psychiatrist mm-hmm. uh, gave him Valium. Uh, for uh, an anti an anti anxiety medicine, okay, but it's also an antidepressant. So I don't know what his symptoms were, and that doctor will not release his symptoms. But in the summer, this past summer, and that could have been September mm-hmm. or it could have been June, right? A doctor named Wilburton or something like that in in Las Vegas wrote him a prescription, and he took them to um to uh, a pharmacy, and the pharmacy filled it. Now, whether now one of my friends who knows a bit about that, but not not a pure expert, right. said that it's a very very rare side effect of Valium that you go off and become a homicidal maniac. Very rare. Could have been him, or it could have been that he was taking other self medications. I don't know. He was he was getting an arsenal. They said he had been collecting guns, which is half of and Nevada. It was and, and it was not like just within the last week. He had been collecting them. So I this was completely uh, premeditated beyond premeditated i just like i said i want to figure out what he was pissed about that pissed about and the girlfriend they uh it was reported that the um the girlfriend of the um murderer um he sent her i think it was a one-way he sent her away away to the philippines sent her 100 grand grand, and she's and what she said was that was she what she thought was his way of breaking up with her listen here's a one-way ticket you're going to the philippines here's a hundred thousand dollars thanks for the relationship buy you a house you know over there and say la vie and i just think he didn't want her to be in the way of what he was planning but she in her brain really thought that he was like okay 
you know, by, by you know, this is how I'm going to break up, but I'm going to give you a hundred thousand dollars. You know how, if people broke up like that all of the time, a <laughs> <laughs> hundred grand and a one way ticket to like home home. Yeah. Or, you know, like an Island or something. I don't know. All right. Well, yeah, well, we don't know. Some people... <laughs> I, I'm willing to wait. My experience with uh, these types of mass murders or any kind of murders is that when the first facts come out, we don't know what to make of them. Then more facts come out and we adjust our thinking accordingly. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in 10 years or 20 years, we argue that the first facts were wrong. And now right. we want to know what the third facts are. So we have to wait and see. But this is one fascinating case study. But I don't want to emphasize that because right now I just want to grieve for the for the 50 or 60 yeah. people who were killed dead and and the other ones who were, you know, really crippled and dying and injured. It's horrible. And, I don't know and, what to do. Yeah, how do it, we stop it? I know how to stop some of it. I don't know how to stop well, that's all of what, it. Well, that's what's going to lead to our uh, gun control. And uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about that in a second. We have a call. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Yes, I'm here. Oh, hi. Who do we have joining us Who's on the talk sip? You're on the air. Who do we have uh, joining us on the talk zip? How's it going? This is Ricky Allen drawn. Ricky, how, how are you, my friend? How's it going? How's oh, it going it's it's going great. <laughs> it's going great. You know, we're we have a show today. It's called What in the World, and uh, we're talking about like things that are going on in this country now. And you know, I we were just saying um, before, and we Irving and I were talking during the break. You know, people need music. They need some entertainment. You know, yeah. Ba- bad. There's like a little cloud that's been like forming. I don't know over the country, and uh, but that's what you do. You are an entertainer. You bring the best out of people. So if people just need to get away from the TV, Fox News, CNN, just for a second and come and, you know, listen to you, um, will you please tell our listeners where, you, where you're going to be? And I can guarantee you that he puts on one heck <laughs> of a performance. Well, I do appreciate it. I mean, we'll be at, we'll be at uh, LT's Corner. It's on, it's in, um, it's in, I think, Orange. I, I, I always get confused with where West Haven begins. <laughs> oh, where Orange, yes. Orange begins. I think it's in it's Orange. Right on the, it's right over near um, Bob's Discount Furniture. It's right across from, you know, that whole little small plaza. Oh, there. yes. It's a pretty, pretty happening spot, and I usually only go to the spots that are happening. On that level. So. Yes, yes. No, you always have a very yeah. nice crowd and just um, fun. So that it's this Saturday, correct? This Saturday, yes, yes. And you know, the, you know, and I didn't want to. I I tuned in because of the um because of the topic, and I do want to address that um as a, as a musician. Definitely, yes, please. You know, I oftentimes find myself, you know, music is sort of um, it calms the savage beast, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I and you've seen my performances. I'm very cerebral yes. as a you know performer. Absolutely. But I do. But you also know as a, as what I do for, for a living as an engineer. I oftentimes provide training for those who are in sort of situations, mm-hmm. and, and I do find you know certain. I don't, I, I don't want to put it under the category of a mental illness, and I'm certainly not, um, you know, minimizing it any, but um, I do believe mm-hmm. that, you know, mental illness is, you know, definitely present to a certain degree, but possibly even more present these days, but more because um, it may be, you know, due to the perceived state of the world, you know what I mean? So okay. I, I believe that people are feeling a sense of hopelessness, Yes. and it often yeah. results in even temporary um, bad decisions, and, you know, oftentimes rooted in a specific gripe, if you will. Right. So I think that with all that said and done, I, mm-hmm. you know, I believe that um, uh, the media kind of sensationalizes it in such a way where, you know, when someone is at that point, right. even if it's temporary, right. they, they feel a, a sense of despair and they will probably choose to go out with a bang, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, no, you're be right, finally literally. recognized, and, which is really their quest, you know. Um, it's kind of a, you know, like you said, it's kind of a punk way of, of, of looking at it. But if you are even temporarily misguided, you may make mm-hmm. bad decisions that you, if you had the opportunity to take them back, you most likely will. Right. You You're know, right. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if 90% of the people that do things, if asked if they could take it back, they would. It's, it's, it's right. rooted in a temporary decision, bad decision. And usually, um, you know, directed towards the very person that wasn't even a victim. Right. No, you're yeah. right. You're right. It has nothing to do with the victim. Um, but you're right. right. I think that percentage, you're absolutely right. 90% of people, I think, would say, you know what, if I wouldn't do that, that was really a whole, right. that was really bad. Right. But then you have some people that right. just, you know, that, that don't care. And that's another form of, you know, 
At the time he did it, would you call him a homicidal maniac? Uh, yes. Well, I the word maniac would. sounds like um, it might be pretty you know, close to mentally ill. Yeah. Well, well see, here's the thing. I, I, I would. The reason why I would say that is because your your act at the time, whatever your state of mind is at the time, is going to be your definition based on the situation before mm-hmm. you. You know what I'm saying? So whatever you've done at that point, it was definitely insane. If a dog does something like this, they put him down. And you have to wonder, okay, was it because of the dog's breed or is it because mm-hmm. of how he was raised or was it because right. something bit him and you don't know what happened and you right. put him down because of, uh, uh, you know, this is the reason why they train dogs in such a way to, to, to handle uh, a startling Start. situation so they mm-hmm. don't snap. Right. Okay? And I hate to correlate it to a dog, but what I'm saying is that you never know what the situation is. No, you're you're And you're, at the end of the true. day, That's you find true. that when a person feels that there's really nothing else to live for, even if it's for that day and they make a bad decision, um, I feel like the end result is them taking their own life at the end. If for some reason they take their life at the end, it clearly, in my opinion, means that their attitude was, yeah, I'm going to do all of this and then I'm out of here because I don't want to deal with the ramifications of this. To right. me, that is someone who's fully aware of what they're doing because they don't want to deal with the ramifications. Right, exactly. Because this wasn't you know. a guy just kind of like that did this and then woke up and said, oh my gosh, I'm, you know, I just had a, 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 a episode and my gracious, what just happened? I took out, you know, injured, exactly. killed 60 people in 59 and then, kill, you know, injured like 600 plus. No, that's a, that's a very, very valid point. Irving, that's, you know, that's, he's, he's, that, that's very valid. Well, you know, he, stayed, I mean, I really he didn't want to stay around. I'm not even going to get on the politics of things. I don't want to, you know, I'm in business. I don't want people to, to assume what, 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 right, you know, if I'm Republican or Democrat, but I think it's quite obvious. But <laughs> socio, sociopathy is the issue more so than here. So now when you have a situation where you truly want to take pride in what you've done. You stick around, don't you? That's uh, definition of someone who is, so, so, you know, sociopathic or, you know, yeah. and possibly even homicidal, in my opinion. In my, you know, again, this is not my profession, but when you want to sit back and take pride in what you've done, how crazy it may be, that's a problem. But when you find someone taking themselves after they've done it, they don't want to deal with the shame yeah. after it's done. The guilt, the... Yeah, you know, you're right. They're like, I'm just going to... I'm out. There were reports yeah, in socio- today's so- paper right. that he had an escape group plan. Yeah. Reports. Oh, I didn't read them, but th- there are reports. And I did hear that this morning. He's, there was a report of... Um, a possible escape route. Mm. Um, so that that's going to be very uh, interesting. But th- but don't forget, he also had cameras outside of the his hotel room. So when they were going to come in the door, I believe he knew that he was not getting out. He he knew right. that once he went into that room and did what he did, um, you know, he wasn't getting out. You can go to a casino. You can go to Mohegan Sun and literally if you're acting a fool like on a Friday or Saturday right. night after the club, literally security, there are cameras everywhere. They they, they would have right. been on him in a second. He knew that that was it for him. He was going to die in that, go in that room. He was going to die in that room. And um, right. maybe the escape route, I don't know, because now, you know, people were talking about could it have only just been him? So there's still um, more theories, um, you know, running around i mean people people think and and again when you have a situation like this and again i i you know i know your listeners there's a lot of educated people out there in these fields oh, yeah. and i don't know what anybody to say oh he has no clue what he's talking about these are all opinions of but, course you know yes. when you look at i don't know what was he 62 yes i believe he was yeah, somewhere in that kind of wisdom. approximately 62 you have mental illness you have it from 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 very early in your life you don't just all of a sudden develop it at 62 years old you so can develop whatever it. he was able no, to not at not no years, not yeah. at why yes yes you know whatever he was able fast. to express over these years he was able he was able to function very very um, oh he could very function. well in society can, i think that this is rooted yeah. in something that pissed him off you know whatever the case may be he's mad about and something we all have road rage and ah you know whatever the case may be but not enough to kill somebody thank you and a lot of yeah. times when you take it to one level this is just the reason why you have manslaughter and you have murder one you know sometimes right. things are done out over, of a bad decision and right. it's just to what degree I don't think that he definitely had, um, you know, uh, he definitely carried this thing out. So it wasn't like it was a two second uh, bad decision. I mean, but it could have been yeah. rooted in something like, you know, you know, I have cancer and I'm also pissed. So I'm just going to take everyone else. out. You know what I mean? Yeah. If he feels his life is over. It doesn't matter who else's life has just begun. These right. are 20 year old people. Some of them. 
And it doesn't matter if you're 99 years old, it's not your right to take someone else's life based on your own issues. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. So, no. You know, it, it's so much. Very valid. The, the, the real issue, and this is the main reason why I call them, because, you know, I'm not one to call in. And if I do, it usually. <laughs> and we're so happy, level, uh, Ricky, I, that you called in because uh, we love, I love getting your perspective on this and uh, on, you know, Saturday, looking forward to coming to see you gig. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And by the way, here's the interesting thing about this. I am, uh, there's a song that I sing uh, by A Great World, and it really has nothing to do with mental illness, but I do, um, I do dedicate it to that. And it's weird mm. because it was well before this, this happened. It was actually a song that I'm singing on the anniversary of a, of someone I lost many years ago. Oh, wow. And so it was, it's weird how I will be dedicating that this song, song. Um, to this particular issue. But uh, kudos. The, the key here, the one thing that I wanted to embrace is the fact that I find that we in the social media world, and I, you already know I'm an IT person, so yes. I have no problems with social media. Right. But right. I believe that it's oftentimes used um, negatively. And, it is, and in this yeah. particular case, you're sensationalizing a bad situation. Um, and it's making the next lunatic try to beat the number. So if it's 58, yeah. now they're going to do 59 or 60. Yeah. You and know, that's it's just scary. It, it's, it's, to a certain point, there's yeah. times when you just shouldn't be talking about it. Exactly. Because you're giving the power to the lunatic. Yeah. And you know, or I'm someone who's troubled. Exactly. You know, I'm, I'm very all for, you know, uh, social media, but I'd be honest with you. Um, it, it has been a blessing and it has completely been a curse, um, you know, in the past, these past years. You know, I think it's it is yeah. uh, it's been it's it's not it's not being used for what it's supposed to. I think uh, be right. used for absolutely. Yeah, but Ricky, thank I, I you. Never sh- uh-huh. I never see um, anybody embraced on all of the positive things that they may do, and then if they do, people are killing them. Like, oh, are you just doing this because you want someone to? It's, it's always yeah. the negative stuff. Right, and it's always um, an ulterior motive. I don't even read half of it, and because I don't want to be part of it. I remember Morgan Freeman had mentioned on one of his interviews, and I remember this all the time, whenever he, mm-hmm. I think he was talking to, uh, I can't remember, it was, uh, I can't remember, it was some talk show, and he, mm-hmm. and the person asked him, how do you, um, how do you get rid of racism? And, he, and he's, his answer was, stop talking about it. Now, I'm not going to go that far, <laughs> but he has a point. Yeah. Because everyone's yeah. going to have an opinion, and it then becomes the beginning of it all. Yeah. Um, no, when you're... you stop seeing a situation as a problem, um, yeah. Then people start stop losing interest in talking about talking it, about whatever it. it may be. You know? Right. No, you're exactly right. And you know, and and you that's know. what we're and we'll we'll uh, end on this. Let's all just like I said, just be be nice, be kind, and love. Yeah. And I think yes. that's where we go. But Ricky, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, don't forget thank this you. Saturday he's going to be at LT's Corner. Phenomenal entertainer and uh, wonderful <laughs> voice. So um, hope to see yes. you there, my friend. And thank you. you for, of course, and thank you for your perspective. Uh, we are going to take a short break. We're going to be back and we're going to um, kind of recap and we're going to go back to the NFL. So we're that happened last week, but as you know, just things happen every day in this country. So what in the world? Uh, segment will be right back.
And welcome back to the Talk Sip. I'm your host, Elisa Bones Mercado. Remember, the phone lines are still open. Uh, 203-872-7356. Uh, we are still taking your calls, folks, uh, for the next uh, 10 minutes. Um, so we, we've been talking uh, about Puerto Rico. We've been talking about the administration. We've um, we've talked about men- mental health. Um, we've talked about, you know, the person that is running this country. Uh, we're talking about the Las Vegas, um, that tragedy this past Sunday, uh, they're into Monday and, uh, you know, does this call for, uh, I mean, gun control laws to kind of pump the brakes and really kind of, you know, legislators and people in Congress, you know, enough is enough. Who needs something like this? I was AK 47s, you know, 50 pounds of ammunition like collected between his house and the hotel um and god forbid there was a silencer or on any of those uh guns i mean come on you know so i do you even need that for hunting my gosh what is that <laughs> what is that pig that you, you need don't hunt with that. something like that and i know uh, las vegas is a uh open carry state but you know the you know Irving, what what's what's going on with uh, this arsenal? America has over three hundred million privately held firearms. Over mm-hmm. three hundred million. If we shoot them, we all disappear. Okay, three over three hundred million. Talking billions of bullets. We only have three hundred million people. Okay, obviously we're we're armed to the teeth. We also have a very very high homicide rate compared to the countries that have gun control. Now, when you say that, some people, their nervous system goes right out the window and they say, mm-hmm. my God, you're trying to take away my freedoms. So then yeah, you look no, at things, not, that, things that helped in gun control and things that didn't. One thing America did against the Second Amendment, they say, is that we made it illegal for most people to have machine guns. All right. Could you imagine New Haven if it had 2,000 machine guns <laughs> in everybody's hands? We'd have a lot of trouble in this town. So anyway, the question is, what can you do? Re- what can you do reasonably? Now, yeah, where's the ha- happy medium? Because people oh, are getting. A, come on, Newtown. Well, here's the most. Here's the most common uh, advances that people want to put. Even members of the NRA, not the bosses, but even the the vote, the voting public mm-hmm. wants to pass laws making it harder for mentally ill people to get guns and rifles. They want to pass laws. The NRA, because it gets paid to sell guns, is stopping those laws. They pay Congress, and Congress refuses to pass those laws. Mm -hmm. In some countries, they have psychological tests before they'll sell you a gun. You have to to get a note from from good people. That's one thing. Now, what happened here was this guy had a device where he took a regular rifle that's sort of like an assault rifle, and he turned it into a freaking machine gun. Right. A device. Now, right now, some Republicans and almost all Democrats want to make that device illegal. So people can't run around turning these guns into machine guns. But I don't my know friends, why that wasn't made illegal. But my friends who are machinists tell me that they can take a rifle and turn it into a machine gun. But most people aren't machinists, so they won't right. do it. Here's a guy who was a very intelligent man. Guy, gamblers who make money or even break even are very intelligent. <laughs> yeah, because they're figuring out how every, to... <laughs> right? Everybody else loses, loses, loses. Right. You go to the casino, you make a deposit. You Nobody's <laughs> making a withdrawal. You're just like, there you go, take my money. What kind but, of people come back from Vegas? Losers and liars. <laughs> <laughs> they make it up. But so, so yeah. continue. So, well, we want to get rid of the, 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 the jacks that allow them to make machine guns, and we want to get rid of... The, the people who really are homicidal maniac are close to it from having machine guns and pistols and rifles because let them not have those things. The world will not fall apart if we don't let them have guns. Right. So, so the Democrats want to pass those laws. The Republicans don't want to pass those laws, and they've been holding it up. But recently, within the last couple of days, a few Republicans have peeled off and said, we will help you get rid of the, the, the right. jack-ups. All right. And I don't know if they'll do it, but right now that's where they stand. Well, they're all in bed with the NRA. I mean, a lot. I mean, the correct me if I'm wrong, um, but it just seems like President Trump, of course, NRA backed him, gave him. I don't even know the the dollar amount, but uh, they're all in bed together. Oh, yeah. They turned out to vote. They said he goes, you help. The NRA said, we help you out. You help us out. 
So he's right. not he's he will turn his back on situations like a new town. He will and he will he won't think clearly and he Vegas, he'll go to Vegas, he will shake a couple of victims' hands, and then he's out of there and he doesn't care as long as his pockets are being packed and stocked with blood but he's you know this country has um some blood on its hands 10 now. years ago he was pro gun control 10 or 15 years ago he was pro abortion 10 or 15 years ago he was pro uh, all kinds of things he doesn't talk about now but he identified his market he identified who he could convince to vote for him and what he did was he discovered that the the second amendment fanatics mm-hmm. were up for grabs right and he could seduce them into voting for him he, and he saw that the abortion people who were f- very strongly against abortion mm-hmm. would vote for him if he promised them the world. Right. right? And he did. Tell people what they want to hear. And he discovered that Wall Street would vote for him if he said, I won't tax you. <laughs> and he got those votes. And he discovered that people who work in the oil industry or own oil stocks would vote for him like crazy if he said, drill, baby, drill. And that's what he's doing. He, you know, he, he know, what it, it know what it kind of reminds me of? This is just kind of like hit me. You know, like you, you kind of like you go out and you're like at a bar or a club or a lounge somewhere. And it's a guy that's like buying like, you know, the girl drinks all night long, just hoping like at when the lights come on, like they're going to just, you know, scurry like off into the streets and they're going to just go and do whatever. It's almost like, you know, tell the girl. It's like almost the girl telling the guy, tell him what he wants to hear. For the, the for two hours of you know consumption of alcohol, I know it's a crazy analogy, but it's like that's what that's what uh, Dumped did. He literally told people what they wanted to hear, and folks out there believed him. And after they I bought his, d- don't and get after his. he voted, they voted for him. He effed them. Yeah, he they he completely tur- <laughs> right. It's like the girl who goes out. You know, the guy buys. You know. Of hundred dollars, his bar tab is one hundred fifty bucks. I don't know, bottle service, champagne, Dom Perignon. I don't know. And then literally, he he walks outside and she goes, "Okay, you know." And then she she takes off in a cab with her girlfriends, and they they and they laugh. Or she might go with him and do the nasty, and then take his watch. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a thirty thousand dollar watch in the morning. <laughs> They've done. You've been it. watching too much TV. Well. <laughs> that's true but that's besides but, but you know what but it, it's it's valid you know i just always say america just wake up you know just you, what people mm. he, he told he just literally told everyone what they wanted to hear he would he could have he would have sat in, in a room with a bunch of salsa dancers and said we are going to pass salsa laws where you could salsa 24 hours a day and we're going to make all salsa lounges we're going to give you guys t- tens of thousands of dollars and we're going to give you tax breaks and he could have said that to the salsa but the salsa community is not that stupid but he literally would have promised the salsa community everything and it could have been those that were just dumb enough to fall for it it's pretty amazing when you have all those women who voted for a guy who said you grab him by the you know what yeah and you do whatever you want to him and when he was talking you do whatever you want he wasn't talking about Kissing on the cheek. Right, exactly. Well, you know, we're almost out of time, but uh, before we do uh, end this segment, um, last week or a week and a half ago, uh, the NFL, peaceful protesting. Um, yeah. I thought it was powerful. Yeah, it's horrible. You know what they're telling? They're- I said, well, it was, it was no, I, I thought it was powerful, but it was horrible that people actually thought it was something against the, the and flag. And Trump exploited it. It was, yeah, yeah. But let me say why it was horrible. The thing of it, I agree with taking a kneel. I have no problem with that taking the the horrible part was all these people said that they're being paid. They're being paid to play football. Yeah, they're not being paid to, to show respect and love and affection for a song written by a guy who had slaves, right. who sold slaves and bought slaves, right. and sued free slaves to come back and be slaves again. He was a lawyer who wrote that song. They're not being paid to 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 to, to honor one of the great racists right. of all time. Exactly. They're being paid to be Americans and say, you suck to him. Right, exactly. And that's exactly what they did. And I applaud them. And people just ran crazy, um, you know. And now with, Colin with Kaepernick the- can't get a job because because he did that. He stood up or he took a knee. Right. He did the honorable thing. He said, you're a slaveholder. I don't want to be with you. And they threw him out of work and they mocked him and they hate him. Yeah, what in the world? 
too bad is this for coming us. to for us well you know what we'll, we'll, what we will do is uh we will pray for this country we'll pray for uh peace we will pray for love and you know let's just start loving thy neighbor because um i'm sure um that this is not going to be the first conversation um or the last conversation um because this this country is uh heading in some directions that we in modern day um america we have not we need a never miracle. seen we need a miracle we definitely need a miracle well Irvin pinsky thank you so much my friend for joining me thank it's you. always so good to have you on. and you know we we want to let people know we invite those who might completely disagree with us and i don't know where are they you know so the talk sip so Next week, uh, we've got a couple of things. It's October. Uh, there's, you know, some brew fest and there's some fun stuff going on. So we're going to be uh, t- just talking about, you know, current events, but, you know, things that are going on in the Elm City. But if you listen to our show and you think we are just bat crazy, um, Irving and I, for the opinions we have, just uh, give us give us a jingle. Yeah, or write us on Facebook. And write and us we'll, on Facebook. And we'll consider your we, application. We always have two or three extra seats in here um, because, like I said, the, we, we like to have uh, diversity is having people you could agree to disagree, people with different opinions. All right. Well, that is my time. Remember, always keep your glass full. Remember to stay positive and stay focused until next time.